One lie that I wish I discovered sooner is no one is, is better or greater or more equipped or smarter or more blessed than others. We are all beautiful and amazing and are, need to be opened up to enjoy and appreciate each other without any anxiety of hierarchy. If you're looking for a one-size-fits-all, easy approach to changing your life, this is not the podcast for you. However, if you're ready for a change, then you are in the right place. Listen to conversations that are real, raw, compelling, thoughtful, and believe it or not, fun. I'm Linda Healer, professional certified coach and host of the Normal Lies podcast. During my 10 years of coaching, I have helped dozens of people change their lives simply by questioning the beliefs they thought were true. It's time to let go of stress and anxiety and be excited to get out of bed in the morning. Life doesn't have to be so heavy. It's your turn to uncover the normal lies in your life. Welcome to episode 30 of the Normal Lies podcast. It's September and time to read a review. This month, I'd like to say thank you to Paula Rogala. Paula responded after listening to the conversation I had with my daughter, Amanda Harrington, in episode three. She writes, I love the format. I agree that it is so important for people to be open and honest especially with our families, and so hard to accomplish sometimes. Love this podcast. Thank you, Paula, for taking time out of your day to listen and leave a review. If you like what you hear, I'd be grateful if you shared, rated, and left a review. You can go to normal-lies.com and click on the review tab. You can either leave a review directly on my website, or you can click the link to head on over to Apple Podcast to leave a review. Thanks again to Paula and to all of you who have taken the time to give me feedback by leaving a review. At the end of each episode, I ask my guests to complete four sentences. They are the most important thing I learned or best piece of advice I received when I was younger is... One lie that I wish I discovered sooner is the thing that makes you authentically you is, and finally, if you had a magic wand that would make everyone in the world believe one thing, it would be, I was amazed by the brilliance and insight revealed in these responses. So I compiled answers from my first seven guests, plus me, and created episode 17, Wisdom in the Finale. I loved it so much that I decided I would do it again. So you are about to hear from Christy Mitchell, Reverend Dr. Stephanie Sauvet, David Battaglia, Lisa Caprelli, Ashley Fico, Lindsay White, Coach Jim Johnson, Rita Perez, and Andrew Biernat. If you've missed any of these guests' full episodes, I strongly encourage you to catch up. 
This is just a snippet of the insight that they offer. And now, Wisdom in the Finale, Part 2. The most important thing I learned or best piece of advice I received when I was younger is... My grandfather told me to find something that I loved when it came to a career and a job. He told me to find something that I loved because then I would never work a day in my life. And that always stayed with me. So when I found myself in jobs where I was not happy, I did something about it. Maybe not right away, but eventually I did something about it. And so now I can sit here and say, I'm in my mid thirties and I work for myself and I am incredibly happy and I don't dread coming to work on Mondays. The most important thing I learned or best piece of advice I received when I was younger is listen twice as much as you speak. So listen deeply. (sighs) Getting old sucks. Wait a minute. Is that a piece of advice? That's the most important thing that I've learned is getting old. Oh, the most important thing. You're right. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Getting older sucks. Okay. As somebody who has just attained the lofty age of 50, when I remember being younger and I was, and I have a very different memory than most people, but I remember distinctly sitting down and my parents, I was probably sub 10 years old and my parents were sitting around talking with their friends uh, about how people's knees were going, backs were going, things like that. And I was just like, and I was looking at them and I was passing judgment. This one had a beer belly. This one had the, you know, whatever, but getting old is difficult and with my own health ailments I talk about them on the podcast but just like knees going out heart problems that I've been dealing with for the last 30 years other things and you go into these waiting rooms and this is like a perception is reality kind of thing as well as that you don't really know what somebody's going through Mm -hmm. so try not to judge number one And, and number two um our medical system, we really do need to care better for ourselves as we age. And those people that have attained a mature age, like they're, they're, the body, it does weird things. Like you be more patient. I know I should have been more patient with my elders when I was younger. And it's a tough lesson to learn, but I didn't understand a lot of what was going on behind that, that I had no idea. And a lot of it could be, could have been medical reasons or I'm not making my point because I'm trying to be very vague, but getting old sucks. But what I hear in this, and I don't usually try, I don't usually interject on these. Interject, please. But on yours, so the thing that you learned, you said is getting older sucks, but it sounds like you have learned something from that is not to judge. Correct. Not to judge. You don't know what someone else is going through. There's the head fake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And be patient. Mm-hmm. And so we can do that with other people, but I think we have to start with ourselves. Stop, oh, yeah. ju- stop judging and be patient with ourselves. The most important thing I learned or best piece of advice I received when I was younger is to get an education and to mm-hmm. never stop learning. All you can do is your best. So my dad always used to say that to me and I loved it because it was, it it kind of said, if you put your whole self into it, 
That's all you can do. And then however it turns out is how it turns out. And you have nothing to feel bad about as long as you gave it your all. Hmm. The most important thing I learned or best piece of advice I received when I was younger is? Be yourself. To learn how to serve and add value to people. Again, you know, as I talked, it's interesting because I talk about, uh, you know, leading yourself first, which I do believe you need to do. But I think uh, if you're really going to be successful as a leader, you have to find ways of how can I serve and add value to people. Take the risk. And it's not something that I did when I was younger, but I am doing it more so now. I wish I had taken more risks when I was younger because I think not taking the risk kind of kept me in a comfortable bubble and you can't grow in the comfortable bubble. Hmm. I mean, I'd probably go to our conversation today, step into somebody else's shoes, walk a mile where they've been, and you'll maybe have a better understanding of why they think the way they do. One lie that I wish I discovered sooner is... I would say that I can handle things on my own. I think that is true to a big degree, but I think through all of this self-discovery process that we kind of talked about here, I've learned that I don't need to do it myself. And so asking for help can help relieve stress. It can help me just take a big weight off my shoulders. And so I wish I would have realized that sooner, that I just need to ask for help. No one is is better or greater or more equipped or smarter or more blessed than others. We are all beautiful and amazing and need to be opened up to enjoy and appreciate each other without any anxiety of hierarchy. This is a tough one. I already talked about the whole Facebook algorithm but that's definitely one that I wish I knew sooner is the Facebook algorithm and the whole social media, uh, what it's really designed to do. And so I'll say it this way. One lie that I wish I learned earlier in life, corporations don't care about you. They see you as a dollar sign. Every advertisement Every magazine, photo, radio, whatever, doesn't matter. Every interaction you have, even on customer service, phone calls, IMs, chats, whatever, you're just a dollar sign. One lie that I wish I discovered sooner is that money will bring you happiness. (laughs) That, That taking care of other people is more important than taking care of myself which I think goes back to everything we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be perfect and I'm not, I don't have to report to anybody. I wish I would have understood. And again, I I know I'm being a little redundant, but I I wish I would have been a better listener. The lie that I, uh, when I grew up, you know, learning from people is that I uh, thought as the coach or the leader, you're the know-all. 
and that's not the truth. Uh, you're someone that may have an opportunity because of some of the things you did get into a leadership position, but if you keep that mindset that I know all the answers and not open the other answers, you're going to struggle. I truly believe that. I think you know, the more that you can understand that uh, where you can help serve and build that bridge where people and also build that safety where they believe that they can share information with you. Um, boy, that's when you get something really powerful going because, uh, you know, like we mentioned, well, you know, I coached for 35 years. Well, you know, I was open to 16, 17, 18 year old young people talking to me and sharing because you know what, still they were playing on the court. So they, they had an experience that, you know, as a coach, I didn't have anymore. And, and you got to use that to your you know advantage to, take that information to help you be a better leader. One lie that I wish I discovered sooner is that it needs to be hard. <laughs> Things do not need to be hard. And that is another thing that, especially in this past year, things can be easy. You just have to open yourself up to allow them to be easy. Saying no is more important than saying yes. And what I mean by that is it's it's very easy to say yes to things, and it tends to be very difficult to say no to things. But when you don't use the word no enough, you start to say no to things that really matter to you. And I, I found this out the hard way in a lot of ways, because I would just keep saying yes, yes to more work, yes to more fun, yes to more whatever. And I ended up saying no to my health or no to higher quality friend time or no to sleep or no to, to basic things that are super, super important to me. So understand that just because you don't use the word no very much doesn't mean that you're not saying no to things. So I always, when I go into a conversation or when I'm in a spot where I need to make a decision, I understand that sometimes I just need space to make the decision, right? If someone's like, hey, can you help me with this? Or, hey, I've got this thing going on. You know, I'm married, so I'm fortunate in that way. I get to lean on that. I say, well, let me talk to my wife about it, <laughs> right? I've always got that <laughs> as my fallback. Oh, she runs my schedule, so let's let's make sure of that. Um, and then it gives me the distance to, to think about something and, and see if it does fit in. You know, there's always the, the tale of the, the big rocks, right? You pour the small rocks into a container and then the big rocks don't fit, right? But that you put the big rocks in first and the small rocks can all fit around it. So it's very important that you work on those big rocks, you understand what your big rocks are, and you guard those and you protect those. And no is the way that you do that. The thing that makes you authentically you is... I don't know how to lie. <laughs> I am just... I don't know. I guess I'm not sure I know how to be inauthentic. I'm, I think it goes back to when we were talking, when I brought up the whole strengths finders assessment that I did, that stuff really stuck in my mind, responsibility and empathy and all of those things. Like, it's just, that's who I am. I carry a big responsibility to be myself and to tell it like it is. Sometimes people may not like it. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's a thing. It's just me sharing the journey with others and engaging in right relationship. What do you mean by right relationship? Meaning um, that in right relationship, we, we hear, honor, and respect each other. Hear, honor, and respect. This is a really, really, this is, these are tough. I'm not, remind me to make a complaint with the manager for tough questions. Um, <laughs> it's already lodged. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know that there's one thing that makes me authentically me other than as, as I've gotten older, I have learned that 
as much as I need to bring myself to a conversation using DISC, which is my tool for communication, I need to adjust to the other person's ways of communication and how they want to be communicated to. Conversations work better if I adjust to them. So what makes me authentically me is I'm going to really try to learn about the person I'm talking to and try to adjust my communication style to match theirs. The thing that makes you authentically you is? Always coming from a place of my heart and love and joy in the work I do, in the way I speak to people, in the way I can be present, you know, in a day where social media can overtake our lives and take away from that. So I, that would be my answer. I'm going to say my natural curiosity, my drive to learn, and that I do so, I think, in a creative way where I'm really looking to make connections between different things. I am truly a very high voltage personality. And I need to bring that to every conversation and every interaction that I have. Yes, <laughs> I concur. <laughs> it's really important to me that I, um, I heard this line, when people think of a leader of integrity, they think of you. And that's what I, I really wanted to, I focused, you know, the second half of my life is trying to lead a life where people that I'm the same person in my profession that I am at home and around the community. And, you know, I'm someone that cares and respects for all people. And I think that's something that uh, I, you know, when I really believe is you're a good person to people because they might be able to help you. But then you, you know, when you walk by somebody, you treat them like a jerk, like a, a waiter, for example, you know, you don't treat them well. That, that stuff to me, you're not being authentic. You know, I, I want to be the person that treats everybody on earth with respect. I go in between spunk and humility um, because I always want to remain what you see is what you get, but I also like to have a little fun while I'm doing it. The thing that makes you authentically you is? Hmm. I would say my perspective, my view of the world. Like all of us, we have our own experiences, we have our own hurts, we have our own successes, and we have our own narrative in our own head of the way that we see ourselves and the way that we see the world. And for me, I, I like to think of the way that I see the world as a, a sifter. That's what I do. I, I have a sieve and I go around and I put a whole bunch of stuff in that sieve and I shake it and I shake it and I shake it. And then there's going to be some stuff that's left behind. And then it's up to me to decide what the treasures that I find, which ones I keep and which ones I get rid of. So for me, what makes me different, what makes me authentic and genuine is that I'm willing to go out and I'm willing to sift and, and look for what's out there and, and evaluate and weigh what, what the important stuff that I need to keep with me is. And then finally, if you had a magic wand that would make everyone in the world believe one thing, it would be... There's always a better way. That's been coming up a lot for me, not just in all of this health stuff that we've talked about today, but I've been seeing a lot in my business and the clients that I work with. I think it's very easy for people to feel stuck 
in all sorts of ways, whether it's your personal health, your, you know, your physical health, your mental health, your job, your relationship, whatever they are. I think it's easy for people to feel stuck and that there's nothing you can do about it. And I just don't believe that that's true. I think that there's always a way, be it small or big, there's always a way to take a step forward and get out of something that you might feel stuck in or that you feel like isn't serving you well or whatever it may be. That there truly are no dumb or bad or wrong questions. That every question is important us to evolve and to become more who we are called to be and more fully who we must be as a global community and as a world. Not everything is what it appears to be. Hmm. Say more about that. So I would want people to learn or magic wand is, is that what you see isn't what you get. And that can be on that. I know I'm being broad stroked here, but I guess what I'm trying to say is that even in such basic terms, if you and I were to look at the color red, just a shade of red, and then you and I both looked at the same swatch and we had to match it up on a scale of a hundred different shades of red, the odds of you and I matching the same shade are very slim. Mm -hmm. So what you see is not what you get. And people need to understand that. They need to think about everybody seeing something differently all the time. And that will help make you understand what's going around. Maybe it'll help you see a political situation a little bit differently. Maybe it'll help you realize that your crazy relative who told the bad joke isn't necessarily a bad person, but maybe they have a social disorder and they feel like they have to be on all the time and and you know maybe they're super anxious and that's their way of just dealing with these things filling a role everybody feels like they need to fill a role so if you had a magic wand that would make everyone in the world believe one thing it would be to embrace your differences and don't try to be like everyone else be like you learn who you are so that you can give back to the world who you are I think the majority of us come from a place of good intent. And I think if we can start conversations with that in mind, we'll get a lot further. If you had a magic wand that would make everyone in the world believe one thing, it would be kindness is always the right move. I believe you need to have an open mind that you can learn from everybody. Uh, and again, that was something early on, you know, I didn't believe that. I thought that what does this person know? They don't, they haven't been in the profession as long as I, or, or whatever. And, and what you realize as you grow is uh, that we all have our strengths. We all have our special talents and let's work together to help each other out. Um, that's something I really learned is that you can learn from all. And again, it goes back to something that uh, is that when you live a life of integrity the best you can and you respect all people, I think that that's where the magic wand comes in. You are capable. Surround yourself with the people that believe in you and you can do what you have in mind. Oh, man. Oh, there's so many possibilities. Um I think what would solve most problems is if everyone believed that other people 
were just as important, if not more important than them. And I think in, in understanding that you would see more people's perspectives and you'd be able to connect better with other people because some of the worst things that happen to us and around us are just people doing bad stuff to people. And I think if we could get to a spot where we understood people better, where we empathized better, where we could connect better with the other, right? With people that think differently than us, I think that would go a tremendous long distance to solving a lot of problems. If you have a question or a topic you'd like to see covered, you can go to normal-lies.com and click on the contact page to send me a message or click on the microphone icon at the bottom right of the page to leave me a voicemail. Interested in exploring coaching? Go to liveinspiredlifecoaching.com for more information and to find a link to my calendar. Just click the link and schedule a time that's convenient. I look forward to speaking with you. Until next time, be brave, be kind, be you.